Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. And we will be keeping uh, up to date on the weather situation. Big weather system, big storm coming through Indy, and we will have all the latest, everything you need to know uh, throughout the night and day here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Tony Katz, uh, Casey, uh, Rob Kendall, and Casey will all have uh, everything you need to know. And we'll be speaking with uh, we'll be speaking with Marcus Bailey from Wish TV Meteorologist coming up at five o'clock with an update right now. Hammer, we have a special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. New York Times best-selling author and all-around American badass. I think that's the best way to introduce Brad Taylor. Brad, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. You got it. Now, for those who aren't familiar with your background, New York Times bestselling author, but also 21-year vet of the United States Army Infantry, retired lieutenant colonel, eight years with the first Special Forces Operation Delta. So you like to take your life experiences and put them into your books. Tell me about the new one, Devil's Ransom. Yeah, well, I, I actually don't put anything in the books that I've actually experienced because most of that stuff's classified. Uh, but you can't help but put your own experiences into a book. If you're going to write a book about riding a bicycle, you'd think about the last bike you rode. So right. it does infuse it, but I don't have anything, you know, real-world stuff in there. Uh, this book came about because I was uh, I saw a story about a, a company in Israel called NRO made a malware program called Pegasus which is zero click, and it basically turns any Android or iPhone into a listening device, turn the camera on, see where you're traveling, geolocate you, all that kind of stuff. And they were only selling it to what they call, quote-unquote, good guys. And um, now the Mexican drug cartel is using it. And I saw a story about UAE was using it with a thing called Project Raven, which is run by a bunch of ex-national uh, security guys, NSA guys, uh, that were American citizens. And they started targeting journalists and eventually started targeting American citizens themselves. Uh, and I, as I was starting to do the research on that, I then ran into ransomware, and I thought, you know, ransomware right now is a huge problem, but it's usually done through social engineering. Somebody's got to click on a bad link. Someone's got to get tricked with a Google page or something like that. And I thought, you know, if they made ransomware zero-click like that Pegasus software, we'd be in a world of hurt. And that kind of started the story going. You know, what I uh, we've talked to guys that are you know security experts before Brad on uh, you know hacking and and cybersecurity and. Did you run into anything where, like the the thing that surprised me when I when I was learning about some of this stuff, like when they get into the hospital systems or school districts or power companies, is that the, okay? Th- they have your information, they have your money, you, they get you on lockdown. These these hackers, these ransomware people, but they also have a helpline. 
<laughs> so, so in other words, if you if you're going to pay, and some some of these some of these you know hospital systems and, and power companies have paid, there's a helpline that you can call to you know oh, yeah. if you're having problems with with getting them the cryptocurrency or or getting them the ransom that that you could call a helpline, and somebody's very polite and they will help you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the ransomware gangs, it's gotten so pronounced now that there are actual gangs who develop the malware but don't actually hack anybody. And then there's another gang that yeah. will rent the malware yeah. from the first gang, use it to, to – they, and they target life support systems. You mentioned some. You know, when a hospital gets hit and all the patients are going to die, you're going to pay. Uh, and same, you know, with the, uh, the electrical grid, colonial pipeline hack, they hit some meat, uh, the meat, largest meat packers in the world on two different continents. They took down the uh, country of Costa Rica for like three days by hitting the capital there. We're speaking with Brad Taylor. Uh, the book is out. It's called The Devil's Ransom. It is now available. Um, previously, I know you get into, like getting into character is the term like an actor would use. I don't know what the proper term is for an author, but you try to get the lay of the land before you write a book. Did this book take you anywhere specific? Oh, yeah. We traveled uh, all over the country, Croatia. There's there's not a spot in this book that I hadn't set my boots on. So, you know, in Pike Logan, my main character, if he gets lost in Korchula, that's because I got lost in Korchula. I started out in Zagreb, rented a car, just drove all the way down the coast, hitting every town that was there until I ended up in Dubrovnik and then flew home from Dubrovnik. And the opening of this new book, it deals with Afghanistan. Now, we go back almost a year and a half ago to the horrific debacle of what happened in Afghanistan trying to withdraw did is it fair to say that it's almost like when you watch those TV movies ripped from the headlines that's kind of in play here yeah I actually wasn't going to write about Afghanistan because it's kind of uh, it's kind of raw for me it's raw for a lot of veterans mm-hmm. who served there yeah. and uh, uh, I, I still kept up with it I was following it minute by minute as it was going on and I ran across a story about something called the Bactrian Treasure, which is a real thing. So back in the late 70s, a Soviet archaeologist found this tomb, and inside the tomb was a bunch of gold from all over the Silk Road, Serbian daggers and Chinese emeralds and Greek stuff, and it was this huge treasure. Well, then the Soviets invaded Afghanistan, and then when they left, the treasure itself became kind of a big thing, kind of like the King Tut of Afghanistan. When they left, the treasure disappeared, and everybody just assumed the Soviets took it. That was it. They got it. Well, then we, you know, fast forward 2001, we take out the Taliban, the government gets formed up, and this guy comes out of nowhere and says, hey, i got to show you guys something. And he unlocks a vault underneath the main bank inside Kabul, and he had hidden the treasure and not told a soul about it, and had been there the entire time. So now it goes on a King Tut tour of its own. It goes to China and Paris and San Francisco. It's on a world tour. Ends up back in the presidential palace. And then we start to leave Afghanistan in, you know, a rapid manner, as we may remember, and the treasure disappeared again. And the Taliban were talking about, we're going to lop somebody's head off unless you tell us where this treasure is. And that picked my interest enough that I was like, okay, I can open a scene with that. Hey, Brad, we'll get back to the book in just a second. I, I want to ask you some questions about some, some real-life stuff that could happen with the nation's power grid and stuff. But i got to ask you, I mean, you, you have such a decorated career, uh, 21-year veteran. Thank you for your service. Uh, you were part of uh, Delta, popularly known as Delta Force. Did Chuck Norris play you in the Delta Force in that 86 movie? Is that where that came no. from? That's my favorite movie. Rockets on the motorcycle? Come on. <laughs> Rockets on the motorcycle. So, in other words, you're saying 
your experience in Delta Force probably nowhere near similar to the uh, Hollywood version. The Chuck Norris experience. <laughs> no. hey, Not anywhere near it. <laughs> so, so talk about so talk about your research in terms of of how ransomware, how hackers could cripple this nation. Like when we were talking about the power grid, it, it, it's happened with um, uh, pipelines, I, I believe, in the past couple of years. Um, yeah, the we have some, pipeline. Yeah, the, it's happened. I don't know necessarily what happened with the FAA recently. Um, I, I know uh, there, you know, Southwest obviously has some antiquated software problems, but how vulnerable is the nation's power grid to an attack like that? It's it's kind of a, a good news, bad news story. Uh, the good news is the power grid we have is so ad hoc, it's not a central thing. Uh, there's an East Coast grid, West Coast grid, Texas has its own grid, and they're all kind of hodgepodge together. So it, it's almost impossible to take down our nation's power grid. But each one of those exchanges, the bad news is they all have antiquated systems, and they're easy yeah. to penetrate. So it would be, it would be able to, you would be able to knock out a significant portion of some cities but you wouldn't be able to take down the whole grid just because we put it together so ad hoc, it just wouldn't jump the chain and go to the next one. Brad, with your writings, have you ever ticked somebody off? Because you're writing about some things that are in the headlines. Again, it's not 100%. You're using a character. You've got stories. But at the same time, these are things that have kind of happened, ripped from the headlines. Have you ticked people off? Have you made people mad? Yeah, I, I'm never going to Russia, I'll tell you that. I wrote uh, <laughs> Ghosts of War in 2014, which was, believe it or not, Putin. And I used his real name. I thought for sure my publisher would say, you can't use a real name. Nobody changed it. So I had Putin in there who was going to invade Ukraine. Wow. Uh, that was the whole plot line uh, in 2014. And uh, after I got done, you know, Putin's a bad guy in the book, obviously. And I thought, well, I guess I'm not going to Russia anytime soon. Well, yeah, they, I mean, they started that invasion in, in 2014. And, and look at where we're at now. I'm wondering what you think of what you're seeing out of Russia uh, as, as somebody that, that worked in the that, that is, has been in the armed yeah. forces. I'll tell you that the, the Ukraine really surprised me. Number one, I was actually on my last book tour a year ago. Uh, and I got asked a question about Ukraine, and I said, I don't think Putin's going in. I think it's a bluff. He does, they call them Zapod exercises. He does them once every four years or so. We had this huge massing on the border. Uh, even in my book, uh, Ghosts of War, I use the Zapod exercise as an excuse to mass on the border. Um, and I thought, you know, he's, he's not going to go in. And then the question was, if he does go in, what happens? And I said, well, if he goes in, they're going to crush Ukraine, because it doesn't matter how bad your army is. Mass counts. Mass means something. If you have 10 guys and I have one, that no matter how bad the 10 are, that means something. I was wrong on both counts. He went in, and Ukraine did a really, really good job uh, defending it. The main thing that stuck with me was that they tried to seize the airfield right outside of Kiev because they wanted a lily pad to go into Kiev. If they'd got that airfield, Ukraine would have fallen. But somehow the Ukrainians with pitchforks and sweatpants kept them out of the airfield. We had the 40-mile-long convoy trying to get in, and they got obliterated. And next thing you know, they're on the run. The Devil's Ransom is the new book, I believe, out today from Brad Taylor. Uh, yeah. Brad, who who is Pike Logan and, and what is Task Force? And then I'm going to ask you a follow-up about your your character that you write about, Pike Logan. Uh, Pike Logan is kind of an amalgamation of uh, people I've served with. Okay. I like to say, people always say, are you Pike Logan? I say, no, I'm not <laughs> Pike Logan. There's, uh, if you looked at the PGA Tour, there's probably 1% of the planet that could play on the PGA Tour. Uh, there's Tiger Woods and Roy McIlroy. That's Pike Logan. There's a guy that's 100th on the money list. He's playing in the PGA Tour, 
but nobody knows his name. That's pretty much where I was. And, okay, so my follow-up to that, So okay, so there are really people in the military. Like, I know Pike Logan is a fictional character, but there are real people that are highly skilled, highly trained, working in incredibly oh, dangerous in, in, in environments. These are guys that you don't hear a lot about that are either anonymous or undercover. They're, they're really guys like your fictional character in the military. Oh, yeah, I've served with them. I can tell you that right now. I commanded them. I mean, I was the commander of the unit, and the guys that I was leading were like Pike Logan's. There are a bunch of them. Not as many as we need, but they're there. Wow. Brad Taylor, the book is out, A Devil, The Devil's Ransom, a Pike Logan novel. Where can we get the book at? Uh, it sounds like a TV commercial. You can get it wherever books are sold. So, <laughs> right anywhere there's books being sold, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, wherever, it's there. Brad, thank you so much Thanks, for your service. Thank you for joining us here in Indianapolis. And uh, again, the book sounds fantastic. I uh, can't wait to read it. Yeah, thank you. And if anybody wants to read an excerpt of that book or any of my books, they can go to my website at bradtaylorbooks.com and get a taste of what the book's about to begin with. Thank you so much.